Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United, Manchester City show, Manham United podcast meets the Gyaldem City podcast. So please keep all your comments and questions. Manchester United or Manchester City related, please, people, make sure you do so. Yan City will be here um, shortly as well. Why am I? Yeah, never mind. But yes, people, make sure you bump up the likes first and foremost. Bump up the likes. Please share this across all the socials and subscribe to the channel Sarcasm City TV as well. And when you subscribe, make sure you hit the notification bell. A lot to discuss with both Manchester clubs. Manchester United losing 2-0 away at Spurs. Manchester City winning 1-0 at home to Newcastle United. But before we get into all that, Jan, what are you telling me? You good? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm good. Where's all the energy from before the show? Uh, sad. <laughs> Where's all the energy gone? You're a joker. You're a joker. But yeah, um, love to everyone who's tuned in. I'm sure the vast majority of the questions will be about um, Manchester United. But of course, if you've got any Manchester City questions, feel free to get them in. I particularly didn't really want to do this show, but... Here we are, people. You know what I'm saying? The show must go on, so let's bump up the likes, share across all the socials, and subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV, like I stated as well. Big up to James as well, says Big Up Flawless, Big Up Warrior J. TJ Warren, I see you, says Pay the Toll, smash the likes, people, as well. Um, let's see what else. Hey, Kaneki, relax, man. United ain't worth getting banned over. They're not really worth getting banned over, I'm telling you. Um, to James, who says, I asked you this before the season started, bro. Where are the ball retaining defenders and press resistant midfielders to play with Onana? Now you see why I asked. I don't think the, 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 but the thing is, we knew all this beforehand. This is nothing new. It's not like we signed defenders. We didn't sign no defenders. We haven't signed no defenders currently. And it's not like we signed Mason Mount and was like, oh, he's going to be that. I've said for the longest, Mason Mount is a horrible signing. And I still stand on that. So I don't really understand what, what you're talking about here, James. Yeah, he's awful. I said it though. <laughs> it was. It was. You don't even yeah. have to be a footballing genius. That's not. I'm no footballing coach. I have no footballing coaching badges. And it's like, yeah, Mount's gonna be an awful signing. So in regards to it, we already knew this. Like this. So I don't understand, James. I'm lost in regards to that. Um, to Mohammed who says, "Told man, what's the difference of um, of Ganacho and Dan James? I don't see it." <laughs> This is a classic of being over the top, but we move. You know what I'm saying? If you don't see the difference between the two of them, I don't know what to tell you, man. I really don't. Um, man says, Bruno, disaster class, but casual fans still talking about one Rabona. The Rabona was fire. We done out here. Knew all this, though. Uh, big up to Stephanie G as well. Says, big up Flawless and Yannick. Oh, not good up. enough. End of. That's it. Well, we'll start with you because you, you was at the game. Manchester City won. Newcastle oh. nil. Thoughts overall. Happy about the performance, not happy. Anyone who stood out, anybody in particular who disappointed. And I also wanted to ask you as well, to my knowledge, he didn't make any changes. Did that surprise you? Mm -mm. Uh, to be fair, we only had 13, maybe 14 players fit, I think. Um, I didn't see the mm -hmm. bench. I didn't notice who was on the bench, but I'm assuming it was Calvin Phillips, Cole, maybe. Mm. Um I'm not actually sure, really, because I think um, everyone else is kind of injured, aren't they? There's quite a few that are injured. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I mean, I would have expected him to make changes, especially like towards the end, because if Newcastle had got like a late goal, you know, we would have had like, you know, they were kind of like it was kind of end to end, 
I'd say the last sort of 10 minutes mm-hmm. were quite like cagey. I probably would have brought on a sub to kind of, you know, um, stop their flow a little bit. But mm-hmm. I mean, we handled it. Um, I think it was a good professional performance from Man City. Because, yeah. you know, it was crying out for Bernardo Silva. If there was ever a game that was crying out for Bernardo Silva, it was that yeah, one. That's that he's yeah, he's yeah, injured. Um, so that was unfortunate. But I thought Phil Foden was brilliant today. He was just everywhere, doing everything. Um, Alvarez, decent. Kovacic really, really settled in well. He settled in really quickly. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. Um, Akanji was great. Akanji was everywhere. He did make a few mistakes here and there, but he was pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Rodri's Rodri. Um, he did get the ball away a few times, Rodri, in like vulnerable situations, but apart from that, he was fine. Um, Grealish was okay. was doing yeah, his Grealish job. Things. was a bit quieter than he sometimes is, but he was all right. Um, yeah, Edison made the saves that he needed to make, so he wasn't didn't do anything wrong. Um, he's becoming a really reliable goalkeeper because, like, I did have my criticisms of Edison yeah. um, because I felt like in the past seasons, not always, but sometimes he will make a mistake, like one mistake in the game and that's the only chance they have and it's a goal and it's like, you know, we'd be drawing games that it's like you only had one save to make. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. But now, like, he really has stepped up. Like, he's making good saves, big saves in big games. So, yeah, he's doing really well at the moment. I can't really fault Edison at all. Um, Yeah, I thought it was a decent performance, to be honest. I don't think there was anyone that was bad. Gavardial still, like, he looks like he still needs to settle in a little bit more. So you can tell he's new, like, to the squad. Um, And Haaland, bit quiet he did you know he, he should have really scored to be fair but yeah I th- I'd say it's not that he was bad it's just that everyone else was was good so yeah I thought it was a good performance from us you know Fair. big up Cam Cam in the cut as well he says I'm starting a petition for Jan to be banned from all City games shaking my head with two do you know what I've, I've been bloody bitten to death by midgers at City so by what you know the little midgers like the little flies no, so why didn't you just say flies? What's midges? So they're like pitch. They they were like pitch side, and there's like this grid. And I, midges. Oh, they were flying in my head, and now ah. I've got bites all over. That's why my face is itchy because I've been bitten. Midges. Uh, big up to Warrior J. Says uh, this is from Ten Hag's press conference. Midfield play well. It was good. We can always do better in these spaces when you go for goal. Yeah, one thing I will say, Warrior J. In response to this, for the first hour we was calm. We just missed our chances. But so, lo and behold, a side that scored 58 league goals last season and have added Mason Mount is not the greatest in front of goal. <laughs> like, why? This is, again, I don't understand the the anger, the shock, the disappointment. Let me repeat this. And I've been talking about this all summer long. We scored 58 league goals in a 38-game Premier League season and added Mason Mount. And people are astonished that we don't look good in front of goal. Surprisingly, the one issue, one of the two issues we do have is creating. We actually created enough today. Right? Uh, Rashford missed a good chance. Ganacho, if he has a better touch, probably scores. Um, Bruno, the header, that's the one that sticks out. Anthony hit the post. The Casemiro header. Like, we actually created. The problem was scoring the chances. But again, like I've been saying all summer long, 
who is scoring our goals. And now we've gone and taken our best goal scorer and he's playing out of position. And we wonder why we look so bad. Canacho's not a star. Anthony we know is not good enough. Bruno we've watched for three, four years. Mount is average. Why are we shocked? Shaw has like seven assists in like seven years and Wambasaka's not good going forward. <laughs> Right, right. Why, why are we shocked? Back? We knew all of these things beforehand. It's, there's nothing unknown apart from Hoyland. Hoyland's the only one. Once he goes into the side, that's more of an unknown. And why I've been talking about why we can't challenge. We don't create enough. We don't score enough. But today it wasn't a lack of creativity. But we folded after Spurs scored their first. Because after Spurs scored their first goal, Anthony hit the post and then we didn't offer anything for the rest of the game until Palestri came on and should have got a penalty when we was 2-0 down in the dying minutes. But other than that, so that's why it's not a shock. And to James, who says, flawless, basically I'm saying it ain't going to work, bro. It's evident. We knew this beforehand. This is why me... You should have had a penalty in the first half. Yeah, it should have been a penalty. Yeah, 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 100%. We should have had two penalties. It was a pen, but I'm not one of those in terms of relying. If Bruno scores a free header from six yards out, we're having a different conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, that's why I don't put it on. I think there are games where it's like, you you should have had a penalty, or you shouldn't have had this, or you shouldn't have had that. But at the end of the day, like... You have 90 minutes. You have 90 minutes to correct that. Yeah. Like, you want to be in a situation where you can say, yeah, we should have had a pen, but it doesn't matter. Like, we, there's games where we should have had pens, but no yeah. one really talks about it. Because if you... we win, then no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> you know I mean? Like, today, if you lot should have had a Stonewall penalty, oh, God, but yeah. you win the game, no everybody goes. Like, and that's where it is. Yes, I believe, yeah. personally, we should have had two penalties. But then again, I'm more... I'm not on the officials to do their job. I'm on yeah. Bruno Fernandes to score a header from six yards out. I'm on Ganacho to take a yeah. better touch. I'm on Rashford to dink that more. Casemiro, the header's really tough. Anthony hit the post. That's unlucky. But the point I'm making is we knew all of these things, people. Where's everybody in the chat who has been telling me since May? It's now the mid world towards the end of August who we can challenge. Wait for Mason Mount. He's going to be a good signing. Duh, duh, duh. Why can't we chat? We can go and compete with City. We can win the league. We can do that. Yeah, Goals I was just speaking to my dad about that before. Like, I think... Well, chat about it. Chat about it. Close yours. Because I keep hearing, like, City aren't as good as they were last season. Right, okay, fair enough. Mm. We don't actually know yet because we've only played two, well, three games. Um, mm. Four games, if you count the Community Shield. So we don't actually know that. Yes, we've lost Gundogan. Gundogan is a great player for us. We know that. Um, I don't think Kovacic was really a replacement as such. I think we were going to get Kovacic in as well as Gundogan, but then Gundogan left. Yeah. Um, but he's doing all right. Like he's he's come in. He looks he looks good. He just needs to probably shoot more. Um, which he did. To be fair to him today, he did try to have two shots, and they both got blocked. Um, so yeah, maybe if he shoots a little bit more, he can be a bit more like a Gundogan for us. Um, but then we've got like we've lost. Um, we we never actually replaced Sterling. To be fair, Sterling mm -hmm. went and we didn't replace him, and then obviously now we've lost Mares. We don't really have like wingers and stuff anymore. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we do need people in. But I, I don't think... I think we will get at least one person in. I don't I think you see, I think start you start in the I, season without yeah, I think you anyone. A I agree with that. I think, I think you we'll a probably... Doku, I would say, will probably come if if we get it over the line. But yeah, I think we'll get someone 
Um, and then Cole Palmer will probably stay. Um, so, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. But I think it's not really... Because a lot of people are saying they'll be weaker than last season. But actually, Man City last season worked great. Like, halfway through the season, people were saying Man City are not the same team anymore. Remember? Like, people no, we couldn't win... We didn't win like three games in a row, like for ages. Like there was periods last season where we weren't good at all, and then we had good periods where we were great. I think we started, we started a bit slow. Then we were really good for a bit. Mm -hmm. Then we were completely crap, and then we like got a bit better. And then as the season went on and on, we got better and better. And then at the end of the season, we finished really strongly. But mm -hmm. we weren't great last season, so I don't think. I think we're more likely to kind of go back to being better than we are to getting worse. Um, I'm not saying we're going to go and like win the league by 10 points or anything daft like that. I think it will be close again, but yeah. I Side note, before you I, carry I on, who do, you think, who do you think could be the closest, who do you think is the closest team to you? Lot? Now, this is an interesting thing because I think it depends on a few different things. Um, I think if Talk Liverpool about... get a DM... Liverpool so could potentially win. Hey, 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 don't do that. Don't second. disrespect their new signing. They signed no, what, Wataru Endo. Endo, you just uh, disrespecting him. Well, to be fair, I don't even know. I'm not even <laughs> You're just disrespecting him. Well, him anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know about, I don't know if he's going to be the difference. To be Look fair. at you, that's, he played today, but go on, carry on, Did carry it? on. I yeah, he played that. today. Yo, Jan just being disrespectful. Hey, Liverpool <laughs> fans don't have that. That's bad disrespectful, you know. I'll be backing you I'm not. I've not been keeping up with anything. Like, when that, that yeah. guy scored for Chelsea the other day, I was like, who is he? No yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Because if if, 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 if Liverpool if Liverpool signed Chu and many or certain, you would know about that. So don't be disrespectful. Don't be disingenuous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see you, you joker. Go on, carry on. But anyway, um, but yeah, I I don't know. I think I think I I said this a few months ago, I think, or a few weeks ago. I was saying that I think. Liverpool and Chelsea both can't have a season like last season. So they are naturally going to improve. Um, I think most of the top six are going to improve, to be honest. But with them two in particular, I see them doing better than people think. Chelsea don't have any Europe. I don't think Chelsea are the sort of team that need to go. I know they've spent money, but in their heads, I don't think they need to go and win an FA Cup. They need to go and win a Carabao Cup. They will probably just focus on getting top four. And I think if they do that, they will get it. So I think mm -hmm. Chelsea might surprise people. Um, Liverpool, I think it just depends on how they work with their squad. Because obviously mm -hmm. what they wanted to do at the start of the window and what they actually ended up with is not quite aligned. So yeah. we'll see what happens with them. But we know with Liverpool, they can you know, go on consistent runs like us. And not every week are they playing a Man City or a... Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you know they're playing teams that they can they can beat so mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I think I think Liverpool will do better than people think I'm not sure where they're going to finish yet but I think second place mm -hmm. it like I actually am tempted to put a bet on Chelsea finishing second because I feel like no one would ever expect it but it is possible I'm not saying it's going to happen you would expect it to be Arsenal based on how it's been going um, but I think Arsenal, like City, are going to have to spread themselves across four competitions because Arsenal are not going to want to go trophyless again. 
So they're going to want to win like at least something if they don't win the league. Hmm. So I think they're going to go for all four, like Man City. Yeah. We always go for all four. Um, United will probably go for... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you don't uh, include us. You win the Champions League. Yeah, we're in, it's what yeah, you're not yeah, we're in the Champions League. <laughs> you take it. I will kick you off here, that. you know. Carry take on, you that know. one out. Um, hey, 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 I don't think carry you on. win the league either, to be fair. Well, oh, well, lo and behold, Manchester United won't win the Champions League or, or Premier League. Next year, don't tell think, me what is what. I think what? you'd be punching a bit to try. Yeah. But you Next never know. Next Stranger thing you going to tell me. Yeah, 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 sure. Next thing you're going to tell me that Manchester City player at the Etihad. Crazy. What's next? They serve Big Macs at McDonald's. Wow. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I think so. I think uh, United will try and get top four again and try and win a trophy. Um, but the problem is because you won a trophy and got top four last season, you probably want to improve. So that whatever that looks like. Um, yeah, yeah. One and two different things. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Cam come in the chat. He wants Selena Gomez. You know what I'm saying? Once and what happens is a completely different conversation. But go on, carry on. <laughs> So it's yeah, I think it's gonna be time. it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna actually be interesting because there's a lot of teams that think they're getting top four. Mm. So it's it's gonna be interesting. I don't think Spurs will do it. I do I do actually think their manager will do okay though. I think I think they needed a manager like that where the pressure is not gonna be on him as much. Yeah. Um and I think he can from what he's done in the past with the teams that he's had. He can work with players who aren't maybe the best. So I, I actually think getting rid of Harry Kane kind of takes a bit of pressure off them as well, in a way. So yeah, I think Spurs, I'm not I don't think Spurs will get top four, but I think in the long term, he might be a good manager for them. Cool. So second, so you're looking at basically you're looking at Liverpool and Chelsea as the two. That's what you're saying. Right, I'd but... say Arsenal at the moment. Arsenal. Oh, you're saying Arsenal? Okay. All right. I think that's, that's... Arsenal, but at what I but the thing is that's just based off how things are right now. Okay. But it wouldn't. I wouldn't be like really, really shocked if it was Liverpool or Chelsea. Hmm. I'd be okay. more shocked if it was United or Spurs. <laughs> 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 what a dick, yo. Hey, large of everyone that's tapped that? in. I <laughs> large gonna, what happened to being nice to me? I am nice when you just take unnecessary shots. You know what I'm saying? It's you not a shot at a... you, it's a shot at your club. Yeah, so I take it, I'm in the car. You know what I'm saying? If you shoot at the car, the straight bullet may hit me. Um, but yeah, love to everyone that's locked in. Over 70 people in the building right now. Right, actually, decent light check. 39, but let's bump that up. Let's go up to 60 likes, people. Like, yeah, check, one, two, one, two. I'll kick Lois out. Let me go to six. Yeah, okay. Let's go to 60 likes, people. So let's do that. And subscribe if you are indeed new to the channel as well. How many subscribers are we actually on? All right, we're at 7,724. Six more, man. We're aiming to get to 7,730. I know there's at least six of you lot who haven't subscribed. Continue to get your questions in as well. Just please keep it Manchester United or Manchester City related. And of course, if you super chat, we'll get straight to your comment or question as well. Let's see what else you lot are saying. To Haldane, who says this, as bad as Mount is, he wasn't our worst player today. Our attackers were awful. And just like last season, we don't take our chances and then lose the game. Mount is bad, so he deserves criticism. Who was our worst player is just a race to the bottom because they were all bad, <laughs> like minus the defensive players. Like minus Wan-Bissaka, Varane, obviously Onano. It's a race to the bottom, legit. In regards to our attackers were awful, just like last season. People keep doing this. 
For every game there is today where Manchester United creating chances and missed, there's a Wolves game where we created nothing. But people just overlook that. That the game to, there was more games like how we played against Wolves, and I'm talking people from an attacking sense, than the games like today. There's this myth in the Manchester United fan base that last season we had all these games where we created so many big chances and missed so many chances. That was not the case. There was the occasional game, yes, where Martial, Veghorst, or Rashford, Anthony, whoever would miss chances. But we had more games like Wolves. Let's not act like creativity, like we have loads of creative players. We don't. And I've been saying this again all summer long in regards to this. We don't. If you want to say Bruno, cool, we'll add Rashford in the mix. That's it. There are only two creative players like that. We don't have creative outlets. Ganacho off the bench. All right, calm. He's another one. That's three in a squad of day. Now, that tells you where we're at and why I've been saying about creativity and our goals. And to Eric as well, who says people were saying Fred over Mount, you know, neither of them good enough. And that's what I didn't like. When, when we was great Fred, you know. What yeah. Fred was better nah, Fred than had his uses. He's, yeah, he's not good enough. But what I didn't like, to Eric, to your point, is when we was linked with Mount, it was, oh, he's better than Fred. Like, that's the bar. Fred's not good enough. <laughs> so to get better than Fred... And see, see how Jan's laughing and she knows I'm telling the truth. Like, this is just the facts to say, oh, he's better than Fred. Doesn't mean he's good enough because Fred's not yeah. of the level. Like, this is what I didn't understand. If you have a player who's a 5 out of 10 and you go get someone who's a 6, yes, it's better. But it's not for where you're trying to go to. Mm. And now people act surprised because Fred is actually adds more balance to our midfield than a Mount. Because Mount and Bruno are the same in terms of profile. They want to do the same thing. Uh, Warrior J says, Jan, are you concerned about the depth in the squad? I saw mostly youth players on your bench. That's a good question. Yeah, I think most City fans are having them out there at the moment, to be honest. Um, we're a few injuries away from a bit of a tragedy, isn't it? We don't have a lot of midfielders, which is crazy because we're always the team that has loads of midfielders. So, yeah, um, we definitely need to get some signings in, to be honest. I think Paqueta, they wanted to get him. But obviously this stuff's come out now about him. I don't think City will take the risk because if he does get found guilty and he gets banned for years, you know, you don't want to bring... It's different if he's already at your team and you can mm. kind of see what happens, but you wouldn't bring someone in who may then get, you know, a, yep. a, a fine or a ban or whatever. Um, so I don't think City will pursue him anymore unless it completely gets wiped, which I don't see it happening. Um Doku is the one that I think we'll probably end up with. Um, but with City, it's weird because sometimes you just don't hear anything and then they come out of the blue. Like Akanji, Ruben Diaz. There's been quite a few signings that we've got. Like, I didn't even see us linked to Ruben Diaz. It was just and like he just... Uh, era. Yeah. yeah. Same with Akanji. We weren't linked to Akanji. He just turned up. So we might do something like that. But... Um, We'll just have to see, but we don't have enough. Currently, we don't have enough. We don't have wingers. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Because that. that's what like today is like someone to be like a direct winger, like yeah, to, for a Grealish, for example, and then you go and get one. Yeah. Hey, big up for the super chats. So I get to them as well. Uh, big up to Derbs. Good to see you in the chat. Says hi, flawless. How long yeah. are we going to suffer with Luke Shaw's inconsistencies? We've been suffering. Like we've been like, is that the point where we know Luke Shaw's not good enough as a centre back? Fine. As a backup to Martinez last season, no issues when he plays centre-back. When he plays left-back, you see all his deficiencies. Not good enough. 
because from a defensive standpoint, you don't really have issues, even though he was partly at fault with the first goal. And he gives you nothing going forward. He can't do it. I said we was discussing Reese James injuries, and I got to pre-pause this. But the way their man are built, they're not built like fullbacks. That's why I did the pre-pause. People look at their body shapes. Look at their body types. When you look at fullbacks, they're slim. You know what I'm saying? They're built like me. I was like, that. Look at the way them man are built like centre backs. Look at Reese James. I was saying, look at a Luke Shaw. And then when you look at all the best fullbacks in the world, they all are of similar shape. Like a Trent, a Robertson, a Cancelo, Kyle Walker to an extent, a Chilwell, Alfonso Davies, Fio Hernandez, Hakimi, the list goes on. Like you're not supposed to be, pre-pause again, carrying all that weight up and, up and down the pitch. You're not supposed to be going byline to, um, byline to byline like that. So that's what it is with Luke Shaw. You don't do, you don't give you enough going forward. But as a centre back, cool. So yeah, in regards to his thing, this is why I want a new left back. I've said this. It should be Malasio and a new left back competing for that spot. And Luke Shaw should be back up to Martinez. But as long as we play Luke Shaw as a left back, we're going to see his um, inconsistencies. Big up to, I just call you Basu. Yeah. Big up for the super chat. Says, Jan, trust me, you don't want uh, Culver shooting regularly. <laughs> I think that's a Chelsea fan, I'm guessing. I'm guessing yeah, thoughts on this. Yeah, he's got a powerful shot on him. I don't, I, obviously, I'm not, I didn't watch him week in, week out for Chelsea or anything like that. Mm. But he's been, he's settled in quite quickly, to be honest, because sometimes it takes mm. people a while. Like, it took Rodri a long time at City to get settled in. Um, yeah, he, he's going to. Because yeah, I, I, I knew really he fit, he fit what you like doing. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew he's it. one of them. Where when we got linked to him, I was like, yeah, I'd take him. Makes sense. Everyone sense. was like, why would you take him? You know, he's. I was thinking, yeah, I'd take someone like that. Of course, uh, technical baller. No, with Pep as well. A we'll technical baller, someone who's technically sound in Pep's system, and also yeah. what he offers in your midfield is someone who, what you didn't have in the commentator mentioned, this mm. is a ball carrier. Like Bernardo yeah. Silva does it to an extent, but like he's yeah. one of the best at it in terms of being yeah. able to spin. And carry okay, the ball and yeah, dribble. Yeah. And I've seen that today. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I hear you. But um, Basu, yeah. big up for the super chat. And also, big yeah, up to Derbs for the second super chat. Much appreciated to us. Also, did you see a difference when Palestri and Delo were on the right side compared to Anthony and Wambasako? With Delo over Wambasako, yeah, because Delo's just better going forward. Even though I don't have issues with Wambasako. We know his deficiencies. I've said this before. Wambasako should be used as a defensive specialist. For example, we're playing City away. You play Wambasaka. We're playing Liverpool away. We're in the Champions League away at PSG, away at Real Madrid. That's when you play Wambasaka. But week in, week out, when you're going away to Spurs, at home to Wolves, we're at home to Forest. That's when the other right back should be playing to me. And as in regards to Palestri, he's just direct. He's Ganacho. That's why we're seeing that if Palestri started, he would look like Ganacho. Because all Palestri's best attributes are against tired defenders when the game's stretched. And we've seen it, he should have won a penalty today. And every time I see him, I like him because, he, again, he's just basic. He's just direct. He'll get the ball and he'll run at defenders. And because he's quick, no defender wants to be ran at. No matter how good you are, no defender wants to be ran at. No fullback, no centre-back wants to be backpedalling or facing their own goal. They want everything in front of them. But So, yeah, obviously we've seen a difference, but bigger. And, Ed, I'm with you on this. I don't want to hear excuses for anyone I'm done with hearing X, Y, Z was, was better slash worse. I'm tired of that. There's an excuse to, to not criticise players who were poor. Like, is that, like he was, Mount, Mount deserves all yeah, the criticism no, he's going to get. That. Yeah, I, I hate, hate that. that. Don't, don't get me wrong, oh, Mount wasn't the only one. Yeah, yeah. like, Mount's not the only good. one. <laughs> yeah, but 
they was all about the same way if someone criticised Bruno, Ganacho, Rashford, Ante, the manager. You can proportion blame where you want. That's cool. But I'm not hearing, oh, it shouldn't be no such and such. No, if you play bad, that's on you. Play well. That's why nobody ain't talking about Onana because he played well. That's why no one ain't talking about Varane because Varane did his job. If you do your job, most people shut up. That's just how it works. But yeah, large up to everyone who's locked in still as well. Let's see where else. Mitesh Flawless was right on about. Hey, game week two, Mitesh. And the Mount Defence League disappeared no, after game week one. When Mount got signed. You do know there's this thing. Do you see this what we're called? You know, these live streams are like go out live and then people can watch them back. You know that? So they know my thoughts on this. <laughs> so you can try to lie all you want, but people know my thoughts on this. I said it was a horrible signing when we got linked with him. So this is terrible. I can't still yeah. Fuck Chris. You know what I'm saying? And that absolute just yeah, it's terrible. Hey Victor, you can shut up in the chat, but large up my guy Victor as well. Let's see. Uh what else you lot saying as well? Troy says this season might be troublesome for us. I didn't want Mal. I would rather spend a hundred million on Kaiseido. Yeah, Troy, that would be better. Imagine you put Kaiseido in our midfield. And it's Casemiro, Kaiseido, Bruno. How much better of a unit that is and how much that improves us as a team. As much as I don't rate Bruno, I'm not a fan. It's just balance and it's so much more. That's why I was so annoyed about the Mount signing because we had a big missed opportunity to step up our midfield. Now we have like, our midfield's not even top seven. Our midfield's awful. I think it's barely top ten. And that's just because of my lack of knowledge of other midfields. But forget the big five. The rest of the City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs. Their midfields are better than ours. Newcastle's is better than ours. That puts us seven. Brighton's midfield probably better than ours. And there's probably others in, as well. I just, like I said, I don't know their midfields like that. But it's really not the way forward. To um, Band Bandit says, Anthony is the new scapegoat. I get that he was shit, but where's all the smoke for Ganacho and Rashford? Depends who you're talking to, Band Bandit. Because I've seen Ganacho and Rashford both holding smoke. I've seen them both be heavily criticised over these past two games. So it depends who you're talking to. But I wouldn't say Anthony's the scapegoat. He's They've all, three of them players have been bad. The only one I have not sympathy for but more understanding is Rashford because he's not a striker. That's on the manager. Why are we playing him at centre forward to play Ganacho left? To play Rashford left and play somebody else through the middle. Whether that's Sancho, whether that's Martial, whether that's somebody else in the false nine, cool. But put Rashford where he scored 30 goals last season. That's that's on the manager. That's him. But I don't know what to tell you, in it. I don't know what, what I'll go on. Fucking Mason Mount, you know, it's crazy. Let me see what else you lot are saying. Eagle MMA says um, Mason Mount has taken his team backwards. Him being an upgrade on Ericsson is a myth. He unbalances everything. Hey, Eagle MMA, remember them conversations? You was here. Remember them conversations? And people were telling me, nah, I was wrong. A mountain upgrade on Ericsson because he can run around. <laughs> See, and you don't be about these are conversations I legit having over the summer. <laughs> People telling me, bareface, oh, mountain upgrade because he can run. And I'm saying, just because I, right, cool, but what about everything else? And I wanted a major upgrade on Ericsson, but it wasn't Mason Mount. It's an awful signing. And yes, I did worry a Jay. Flawless did mention this in every stream. Who is scoring the goals? And in Monday's game against Wolves, United did score, but that was a defender. I've been talking about this. I'm tired. I'm sick of repeating the same shit that I've been saying since May. I've been saying this shit since the start of May. It's now nearly that it's the 20th of August now. Who's scoring our goals? 
We scored 58 goals last season. I keep saying this. And added Mason Mount, who got three. But hey, we, we, it is what it is. But back to you lot. Back to Manchester City. You lot winning the league comfy? This is going to be good. What are you telling me, Jan? You going four, Pete? Hopefully. I would expect us to win the league. We are the best team. Um, okay, I don't think it's going to be like a landslide or anything like that. I think it'll probably be quite close. It just depends because, like, I know City want to, like, defend everything, but it's, you know, it's it's not it's not that simple when you're going for all competitions. Like, last season we saw in the league how it kind of affected us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't as good in the league as, as we have been. Um, obviously, it worked out in the end. Um, but it could have gone badly. We could have ended up not winning the league, not winning the Champions League. So, yeah, it's just one of them. I think um, it depends what we focus more on. I do want to four-peat because it's something that if we don't four-peat, mm. then we have to win it another three times so they'll have a chance to four-peat. And so it's a lot of stuff. Whereas, like, as much as I'd love to win the Champions League back-to-back, if it was a choice between the two... I'd pick the league because the Champions League, you only have to win it once to then have a chance to win it back to back. Do you know what I mean? That makes sense. So, well, sounds crazy, sense. but it's just based off, you know, um, what would be more likely to happen again? It would probably be to have a chance. You lot, at you lot, you lot, how confident are you not doing the treble again? Oh, no, I don't think so. What's stopping you? You're the best team in Europe. We are, but I I don't know. I just think it's so hard to do. Like, the reason why I think we did it is because we kind of, because we weren't at full pelt in the league, because we weren't at our Mm. best in the league, I think it kind of allowed us to take a bit of a, like, Mm. breather throughout the season. Mm. So then when it came to the last bit, we were like, right, okay, we can go full throttle now um, but I don't think we're going to have the chance to do that again this season because I think if we are like that in the league we won't win the league so mm-hmm. we need to be we need to be more I don't know I, I just think and with the team to beat now everyone's going to want to beat us so it's the only thing that I think will be interesting is to see how we play in the Champions League because we've had since we pretty much joined we've had so much pressure on us to win yeah. it, so it'll be interesting to see how we play now that the pressure's not on us. Because I did see someone the other day that says which manager's the most under pressure, and someone had Pep at the top. And I'm thinking, actually, yeah. I think a lot of the pressures come off Pep now. Right. He's got pressure to win it again. Like he's always going to have, you know, if we, if we don't win anything this season, it'll be ah, oh, it was a fluke, you know, like that sort yeah. of thing. So mm-hmm. he he is under pressure, but at the Absolutely. same time. I think a lot of it's been lifted now because it's like the only thing they can really get onto Pep for this season is not winning the Cup World Cup if he doesn't win that. And also um, if he doesn't um, retain the league. I think with the Champions League, you can't really be getting onto a manager for not retaining the Champions League. I just think it's... 
Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the actual game because context yeah. matters in regards to if, if, if it's a final or over yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not going to be I like, oh my God, sack him. He's, he's a fraud because he didn't yeah. win the champs. Because you got over the, you got over the hump. <laughs> yeah, you got over the hump. So it, like, it makes sense. It makes sense. Hey, big up my young G Nero in the chat as well. Adam Nero, over 80 people in the building right now. Continue to bump up the likes. Continue to share this across all the socials as well. Let's get over 100 people in there. We're at 59 likes. So one shot of 60. Let's get up to 70 likes, though. Let's get up to 70 likes. And hit that subscribe button. Because I know everybody watching live right now. And to the people watching this back after the live, hit that subscribe button. It's roll to 8,000 subscribers. To Neil, who says, or Basu, I'll call you, actually says, how <clears throat> how you revive an under, underconfident mount with that midfield setup? We know he can play much better than this, at least. We can't revive him because he's just not good. You're reviving the dead. And when I say he's not good, people, I'm saying he's not good enough for where Manchester United want to go. That's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm making. He's not good enough for where we want to go, which if you're going to challenge for Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues and win Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues, the answer to that is not Mason Mount. But that's not just on him, don't get mistaken. That's the vast majority of this team. I said this before, I'll say it again, I'll push the vast majority of this team off a cliff. Hypothetically, people, not literally, because they're just not good enough. There's like four players I'd keep. I've said this before, and the rest all sold or squad players. And I wouldn't fight to keep any of the squad players if we got good offers. I'd move the vast majority. I'd do the Chelsea thing in terms of just shift on so many players and bring in a whole heap of new players. Because these men are not good enough, but big up to you. Big up Jacob as well. You actually messaged me about this earlier, but he says, Flawless, my bro. I hope you're blessed today. You were right all along. That's all he messaged me. Jacob just said, you were right. And I was like, what about the attack? And he said, now nah, where the goals are coming from. Two games, people. And all of a sudden, people go, rah. Where the goals at? We've been playing like this. Yes, Warrior J. I was hoping Mount proves me wrong, but the two games that nah, I hope he does. I hope against Forrest he gets a hat trick. I hope so. I hope he balls out and crates and scores, but I don't think he's created a single chance. Or like, yeah, I don't think he's created a single chance in the two games he's played. All right. Hey, Nero, big up, man. He says, large up flawless every time. Big up Yan as well. I like yeah. the fact the fan base is on Mount heavily because there's no room for uh, sentiment. Nah, I hear you. I think you're saying, oh, no room for settling. All right, that's fair. And to David as well, and this is again what about ism. Uh, Mount wasn't the reason we lost. No one said he was the reason we lost. He was just a part of the team that played poorly. I'm tired of this. Like um, somebody said earlier, it was Ed. I'm tired of X, Y, and Z was worse than uh, X was worse than Y and Z. Like no, he was bad. Bruno and Rashford did misses, but Mount also offered nothing. He completed 14 passes in 84 minutes. What were you doing? He complete. Bear in mind what I just said, people. He completed 14, 1-4 in 84 minutes. What wow. were you doing out there as a central midfielder? You had the least touches as a central midfielder. Hiding. Again, new age Scott McTominay. But hey, the, the whole different conversation. Then it says, Flawless, how many more signings do you guys need? I know this won't happen for a minimum. Don't rate your squad at all. Agreed, I've said this. We need another striker and two central midfielders. I've said this that's, what this, that's what this side needs to compete. But hopefully we do it. Mount had 28, wait, yeah, 28 touches in 84 minutes. <sighs> All right. Okay. I even know what to say. You know what I'm saying? I even know what to say. 
Um, Ed, this is a good question. It says, Yanni, if Foden keeps his form slash fitness, you think it's time to transition him fully into the Kevin De Bruyne role? Because realistically, it's looking like Kevin De Bruyne going to only give a half season from now on. Um, yeah, Foden has always said that he wants to play in the centre. He always has said that. But I think with Pep, because the players we had, you're not going to swap them out for Foden. But to be fair, he looks like he's getting better and better, to be honest. I know he has the odd game where he's not at his best, but... Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I'm not sure... I'm not sure if Pep will keep him there when De Bruyne is back. Do you know what I mean? I don't know whether he'll like push him out on the wing again or something like that. Or maybe even drop him, but potentially. I think he I think he's been doing alright in midfield. He has been talk about him today. Because I thought today he was for Oh, he's really, really good today. He's just everywhere. He was like doing defensive work, you know, obviously he was attacking, creating chances, creating space for Haaland. Just, yeah, he was everywhere. He really was. I mean, he got man of the match for a reason. Yeah, deserved man of the match as well. Really, really, really good today. Um, I think the only person that came close to him would be Kovacic because he was good. Um, And I thought Akanji was good as well, to be fair, even though. He did make a mistake here and there, but it was good. Yeah, oh, that's fair. And Warrior J says, "Yeah, I have a question for you. Who's your best back four in Manchester at Manchester City? Since most of the Ooh. defenders in City are just good." It's a good question. Um, to be fair, I think Gavardia will be great. Um, but right mm-hmm. now, obviously, he's new, so he's not really settled in yet. So I'll discount him. Um. It's an interesting one because Stones and Diaz have this like bromance thing going on and them two just work really well together. Um, I don't know what it is, but they just work well together. So probably them two. Um, And then, I mean, when he's at his best, you have to have Kyle Walker as right back when he's at his best. Um, and then left back, I'll probably go with Aki. But, I mean, Akanji's been solid. We've got good options. Laporte, bless him. You know, I think Laporte's a good player, but it's just summit between Pep didn't really favour him. I know he, he's he's one of them where he makes big mistakes in big games, Laporte. I think his mistakes are kind of more remembered than others because, obviously, Diaz makes mistakes, Stones makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think with his, they're more memorable. He tends to do it in like these big Champions League games, and it just kind of he doesn't get forgiven for it. So yeah, I feel a bit sorry for him. He's gone to Al Hilal, I think now, hmm. or he's going there. Um, which is a shame because I think he'd start for most teams in the league, really. So he probably should have been somewhere less far basically than going to Saudi but let him go and get his money but yeah I feel a bit for Laporte because Laporte has like he's a great great centre-back the season before last he was injured Mm. and he played on and won us the league like you know because we didn't have we had defenders out and he he like really struggled on Mm. 
to win us the league. So yeah, he's he's played his part. It's a bit of a shame that he's not getting like a send off or anything. Um, but yeah, I definitely have to go with John Stones and Diaz. Right. So John Stones, Diaz, Walker, and who do you have at left back? I'd probably say Aki. I think Aki's really Aki good. Yeah. Well, they what option to have? Nah, and I hear you. Um, give it to Mikey. He says if a uh, defensive midfielder and a forward don't come in this season, he's lost. No way the squad can play four competitions with what's available. Agreed. We have to go into the market. We're still open. It's still I think like two weeks. I think it's September the first or the second. The window closes, so we gotta go into that transfer market. Hundred and ten percent. We have to. Um, let's see what else. Big up, um, Star Lord. Good to see you in the chat. Says you probably already talked about them, my guys. Um, um, talked about them, my guys. Bruno and Anthony was garbage after 30 minutes. I know if you're saying Star Lord that Bruno was bad, he was bad. Uh, then we had Rashford and Ganacho had all stinkers. I'm not concerned. I will be after six games, all comps. Now, I hear that in regards to not being complete, like he can still be switched around. That's how I'm looking at it. You can still. All is not lost. It's bleak, yes, but it's just the game we've lost. But he can't go against Forest and play that same lineup because I said that about this game against Spurs. So there's no way after that performance he goes and plays the same team. And I said if he plays the same team, we better win, or that's on the manager because we've seen it. How much more do you need to see to see there isn't even anything to work with where you say, oh, there's positives. Nah, there was no positives, but we all know. Bruno or Mount wasn't going to work. Anthony Ganacho Rashford as a front three is not it either. But we move. We move. I know you kind of answered this, but you can answer the latter part. Just be back in a set. But question to Jan, who do you see challenging in the Champions League and Premier League? I think you'll run away with the Champions League and the Premier League, maybe Arsenal or Liverpool. Most of the champs. That's uh, a good question. Back in one set, though. The Champions League, I'm not sure. Because it just depends. Because it's knockout football, all you have to have is one dodgy five minutes and you can be out so it's never really guaranteed um obviously Real Madrid and Real Madrid they're always up there um Bayern Munich they're gonna want to win it especially now they've got Kane um they spent quite a lot of money for them on Kane so they're gonna want to win it um just have to see I'd love to win it back to back I really would but yeah, I'm not sure. The only thing that makes me think that they're probably going to want to go for it as well is obviously to retain it and also because it's at Wembley, so it's, it's actually home for once. So should potentially give us maybe an advantage if we're playing someone that's not English. That'll be interesting. But yeah, I think the Champions League is so unpredictable. I don't think you can be favourites for it. But we were favourites for it for years. And actually, last season, the first time we weren't favourites, we actually went and won it. I think Bayern Munich were favourites last season. So that's just the Champions League for you. It's so unpredictable. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. Ed says, Jan, you think Pep brings in a new fullback once Cancelo deal goes through? <laughs> no. <laughs> so what do you think happens with Cancelo then? What do you think happens with him? He's apparently going to go to Barcelona on some weird loan thing with no option to buy. It's like, what is the deal? What What do we get from that? We might as well just keep him there. What, um, keeping an unhappy player on your books? Well, no. No, no, no. He's he's a danger to the um, changing room. Man. But yeah, no, he... Um, yeah, I think it, it'll just go. 
he'll go and then he'll Pep will have Rico Lewis or Kyle Walker or a Kanji or Aki because <laughs> they just play everywhere. Um, yeah, Sergio Gomez has decided that he likes to play higher up the pitch, which is really strange because on on the under twenty one World Cup or whatever, he mm. was scoring all the goals for Spain. He was like their top scorer or something. So. Maybe he is gonna play higher up the pitch. Maybe he's gonna gonna become a midfielder. Who knows? Hmm. Who no knows? It's Pep's anything. Yeah, you never I... know with Pep. Yeah, man, this guy needs to leave or retire. That's what Pep needs to do. No, he doesn't. He needs to stay yeah, for us. You've had enough success. What more do you want? A treble? What do you mean? You've had enough cups. success. Why do you want success? What's it? Well, we haven't had it in so long. It's been yeah, ten so years. You used it up. You used up all your success. Whatever, man. Yeah. Whatever. How Dane says, the real question is flawless. Where do we actually want to go? Because we can't win no league with half of these players. You know what's crazy, How Dane? About this. Remember when I said, and y'all know this, and other regulars, when I said, if we sign Mount, that I'm signing out for the season. And now look at everybody, game week two, signing out from the season. Notice that. So, yeah, in regards to where we want to go, I said our ceiling is last season. We'll do no better than finish third and win a cup. That's the best we can do this season. And I said that from the jump. And again, it's more so about transfers. You get certain incomings, you get outgoings. That can change. Same with any other team as well. Incomings and outgoings is key because it can change the whole makeup of your team. You see with Chelsea, with signing Caicedo and Lavia, all of a sudden their midfield is now sorted. Yeah. Just like that. Now they still have problems, I think, in the forward areas of scoring goals, but they're sorted. All it takes is a couple of players for Manchester United and your 11 changes. Because bear in mind, people, let's not forget, this happened very similar, actually, at the start of last season. We lost to Brighton, we lost to Brentford, and then I think we signed Casemiro and Anthony after those. And then we beat Liverpool, and then we beat Arsenal, and then kicked on from there type of thing. So that's how lucky. I don't worry too, like, in terms of where we're going with these players, we know what these players are. Not very good. I didn't take me these two games for me to go, oh, shit, like, these players are just not good. Including Mason Mount, even though he's just got here. Big up to Victor who says, uh, this sounds like me last season, lol, and Flawless was laughing at me. See how karma works, people. Hey, football karma spins the block. That's why I laugh loud when it's my turn to laugh, because I know it's going to get me. I was like, I may enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? While I've got the gun, I may enjoy shooting. And then when I ain't got the gun and I get shot at, it is what it is. Like, you just got to take, take the shots. That's what it is. Uh, Ed says, flawless, after that L, you think we're going to panic and now go and overpay for a six, just like we did last season. Did we overpay for Cass? I wouldn't say we overpaid for Cass, but yes, overpay. For, go get new players. I don't care how much it costs. It's not my money. Go get new players. So if we have to go and sign Amrabat or somebody else, I'm with it. Like, we have no choice. Look at what we've got. We have no, we are not in a position of power. Look at our midfield. The only midfielder I think that's good enough to start for us week in, week out for where we want to go is Casemiro. Casemiro, Ericsson's a squad player. Bruno's a squad player. Mount is nowhere near good enough. Scott McTominay is nowhere near good enough. Kobe Maynard's injured, but he's a youngster, so I'm not really going to put too much like um, pressure on him in his first full season. But yeah, we just, we just suck. And that's what it is, people. Like, and we knew this. That's why I don't get the outrage. This is why people are like, oh, why don't you react? I'd react more emotionally if I actually thought we was a good team and then we performed poorly. Average team performs average 
and people lose their minds. It's like Jan telling me City are probably going to win the league. You know what I'm saying? Or United are not going to win the Champions League. It's like, yeah. We know this. You don't have to, there's no deep dive on that. There doesn't have to be any major conversation on that. Well, again, people let, I said it before, and I said this, I keep saying this, but I said this at the start of the season beforehand. Manchester United fans are in for a rude awakening because we're overrating this team. Because we hadn't seen the team in a while, we'd got new signings and it's that new car smell. And people were talking about how he looked in pre-season and blah, blah, blah. And look at that, two weeks in, 14 days in. Shit, hey, even 14 days because we played Monday. But yeah, two weeks in, two game weeks in. And look where we're at. And people act shocked. Oh, Mason Mount performed. Someone said, oh, but someone asked earlier, Mason Mount um, looks doesn't look good. That's how Mason Mount looks. When he plays for Chelsea the vast majority of the time. That's how he looks. We've watched him. That's what didn't make no sense to me. If you put him, he was just in North London today. Put him in West London in a blue shirt and it's the same shit. What's the difference? Somebody in the chat tell me. He was in North London today. Go, you know what I'm saying? Drive half an hour to West London or however long it takes and put him in a blue shirt and put him on a football pitch and notice the difference. There's no difference from last season. Yeah, but hey, yo, we moving it. You know what I'm saying? Trust about the gaffer. I don't know what I'm talking about. These players are going to make it work. Sure. Oh, when I said I was, was panicking and overpaying for a player, I was comparing it to Anthony. We don't have a choice because Anthony, people forget, helped out. As much as we like criticising him now, rightfully so, rightfully so criticising him now, he helped at that point. Because we was, I don't think people forget where we was at after we lost them two games. And people talking about, yo, we going to finish top 10. Is 10 Hag the wrong choice? And then he switched it around and we finished third, won the league, second best home record, reached the FA Cup final. Actually had a good season where I said, all right, and I enjoyed it. When people say to oh, why did you enjoy the Carabao Cup so much? I know shit like this is just around the corner at any given moment. That's why. Look where we're at now. Quick. From the highs of last season to just, you know. Now we're just in the ditch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just sucks. Like, we just let's suck people. Let's say it. Let's say it. We just, we just suck like we do. Like I don't know what to tell you, Ed, man. I ain't got no... um. I ain't got no answers for you like that. Uh, big up to Broken Memories, says Big Up Yourself, Flawless. Very well spoken. One of the United fans I like to listen to. Glad to see your channel growing, bro. Uh, and he said MCFC, okay. Hey, Big Up, man. Love for the kind words. Appreciate it. And it's good to see City fans in the chat as well, man. I genuinely mean that. It shows you lot to pull up and celebrate and all them things there. But now nah, I appreciate the kind words, man, that even though you're we're, we're rival fans, that you, you appreciate the content. And yeah, the channel is growing. So thank you, man. Very much so. People are really starting to question Ten Hag. It's only been two games playing Mount and Anthony can cost him his job. You live by your decisions, die by your decisions. That's what it is. You sign players and they work out and you win games, you get praise. You sign players and they don't work out and you lose games, you get criticised and then your job's on, on the line. If he continues to play like this, yes, he will get sacked because we'll lose more games than we win with, um, with Bruno and Mount in midfield. You got to bite the bullet and just say you was wrong. You just got to bite the bullet. Terry Potts, shout out the football terrorist. Terry tweeted it and he's put it in great words. And he was like, he doesn't get the Mount signing at all. It's such a bad deal. It feels like all our hard work's been undone. That's what it feels like. That's exactly what it feels like. Like we was about to take off and then somebody just put extra baggage on the plane. And it's Mason Martin. Now we can't take off. 
That's what it's like. That's just fucking awful. And people back this shit. That's the craziest part. And yeah, I'm just loving this right now. Isn't it? See? Well, you just calm. No, she probably gonna win a league and another other trophy as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you lot continue to get yeah. your questions in. Please keep them United. Manchester United or City related as well. Let's see what else you lot are saying. I didn't see the red card with um, Shabazz Lie, so I can't really talk on it. I didn't see the Liverpool Bournemouth game. I didn't. Let's see. Mullier said, this is Mount Standard. Minerals, we told you. Yeah, minerals this, minerals that. Man said Mount's performing at his level. Yeah. Um, is it Khalil? Who says, today it was not just the players stop it. The manager has to take blame when he sees teams like Brighton playing good football with players who don't cost as much. Again, you missed the start of this because I did say I put the majority of the blame on today on the manager. I said this before today, if he plays the same team and we lose. Well, you're new. I mean, you're not new here. You just joined the stream, so fair enough. Well, yeah, it's on both. But it's more so on the manager. Because, yeah, awful. Getting love in the chat as well. Daniel says, yeah, I'm with a love heart. I'll let you respond to this. Your fan mail. Big up, Daniel. Flawless, by the way, what was your view on the handball? Oh, it was handball. 100%. Yeah, it was handball. It was handball. It was handball. That was clear and obvious. <laughs> it was handball. It was handball. Yeah, but the thing is, they change the rules every second, so you don't even know. Yeah, you don't fuck. Between the on. first half and the second half, the rules change, mm. so you just don't know. Ed says, Jan, um, do you think Calvin Phillips gets sold this summer? Feels like the links have cooled down in the last few days. That's a good question, actually. I actually feel a bit sorry for Phillips because I feel like every everyone's always trying to sell him. Um, he's come in, obviously, with expectations to kind of be... We wanted to be able to rotate Rodri out because he's just playing ridiculous amounts of games. Mm-hmm. And I think with Rodri's role as well, it's not a position where you can get away with playing all them games. Do you know what I mean? Like It's not like he's kind of a striker where he can kind of just chill until the ball comes to him. You know, he's, he's constantly running. Um Calvin Phillips, when he has come in, he's it's been a big drop off. Like you can tell, there's there's a big difference between, and I think it's partly because of how good Rodri is that makes it worse for him. I think if it was any other DM in the league, and then he came in, he wouldn't look as bad. But just because mm-hmm. Rodri is so 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 good, um, everything goes through Rodri. He controls the game, and Calvin Phillips is been struggling with that a lot like I think the Leicester game last season you know I think we were 2-0 up 3-0 up yeah 3-0 up and um, Pep brought Calvin Phillips on and it could have been 3-3 like it was one of them like there wasn't even that long left and it was like that's when I was like oh like I like him like he's a really really nice guy um, and stuff and he does obviously he doesn't want to leave. He's living the dream, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, mm-hmm. he does need to step up because it's it's kind of like City aren't a team that are going to keep him on for years and years and years if he's just not up to standard. Like he will eventually have to leave. So yeah, I hope for his sake he can do a Rodri because Rodri was terrible. If you remember Rodri's first season, he was yeah, good yeah, enough. 
Mm. People were saying, get rid of him, what have you bought? Everyone was saying, Pep should have gone for Partey instead. Like There was so much going on at that time. So, yeah, I'm hoping he can do it. But he just doesn't look there, anywhere close to being there yet. Mm. So we'll just have to see. I don't think we'll sell him yet. Um, mm. The thing that maybe potentially could happen in the future is we go for a player. So it just made me laugh. Go on, carry on. No, no, no. Like, it just means, like, I've heard that he's a nice guy. Yeah, um, it means it ain't nothing to do with his football. Because if you heard Roger was a nice guy, you talk about his football first and then be like, yeah, he's a nice guy too, yeah, but Roger's go on, carry on. Nice guy, yeah. yeah, but, you know, you wax never call about him on the football pitch. It's okay, Jan. We forgive you. Yeah. Carry on. To be honest, I haven't seen that much of Calvin Phillips since he's come because he doesn't really play. And when he does play, he doesn't look great. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a difficult one, isn't it? <laughs> I hope I hope he does sort it out there. I hope he does because really I would have my idea would have been to keep Lavia and um, have Rodri, but we didn't know how good Lavia was going to be at the time. So and obviously didn't want to stay and get loaned out and keep coming back and forth. So we were probably right to sell him, but I think looking at it and now in hindsight, Lavia was probably ready ready earlier. You know, as a backup, then. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he wouldn't want to be a backup. So it's just, it's a hard situation. It's hard. I think Rodri's probably the worst person to be behind if you play the same position. Yeah, because he don't get injured, and he's always he's always well, you don't he's get injured. Brilliant. He's always available, and he's oh, a consistent brilliant. level to yeah. the point where he's not going to get dropped. No, I don't. Yeah. No, first, first. Everyone is tapped in, you know what I'm saying? Make sure um, you continue to get your questions in before we close out. And the show is not, well, this show's stopping, but the Sarcasm City TV show will be going on because straight after this live stream will be the Manchester United-Chelsea Spurs show. So you man them United, ballers at the bridge talking that Tottenham talk, people. So we're going back-to-back, -back, people, like Jordan 96-97. So don't go anywhere. Uh, Roadman, big up to you. Says top five ain't looking good for you, man. Flawless. Top five? We ain't finishing top five with this mob. Nah. I did my predictions. Make sure you check out the Back Again podcast. I had a six. I had a six. Bear in mind, beforehand, I was saying, talking about, yeah, we'll finish third, did the dare, and then, nah, six. That's where I had us. And who did I have to that? Yeah, I think I had us ahead of Spurs, and I wouldn't argue for six. If someone said seven for a goal, I hear it. I'm even arguing you down. We don't <laughs> score enough goals for me to be like, yeah, we definitely going to finish in the top six or top five or top four. Hey, if he gets rid of these players, I'll take the hit, man. Fuck, you know. So bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Victor, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link. Let's see what else. I'll show you. And yeah, Ed, of course, he's a nice guy. Flawless. We know what that means. That's why man put the laughing emojis. He knows, he knows what time it is. 110%. Ed says this. Do you think you replace Calvin Phillips? Who's you even replacing with? The, fi the problem that so telling me got, Pep can't go find you. Pep's got someone he knows. Yeah, but I think the thing is, like, mm. I mean, I don't know. I think they'll give him some time, and if he's still struggling in like a year, All right, okay. then I think they'll. I think they'll give him time just because it, it's hard for him as well because a lot of players they need consistent games to get to the their best version of themselves kind of like Foden Foden 
in and out sometimes. Um, and then he, he doesn't have the best game and then people start saying, oh, he's played him really that good. And then he plays two in a row and you see what you see tonight. So I think Pink players do need that consistent game, you know, like three games in a row at least to like kind of get to the best form. Um, mm. And he's not had that. He's, he's coming on for five minutes here, 20 minutes there, 10 minutes there. He's, just, he's not. And that's if he even comes on. So he'd need like a consistent run of games. But the problem is, if Rodri's available, there's no way you drop Rodri. So it's, yeah, it's a bit mm. of a lose-lose for him, to be fair. I think any other player, any other member of the squad, really, you've got a chance. But I just mm-hmm. think that that Rodgers, he's the one player you're not dropping. Oh, that's fair. That's very, very fair. Even Edison's that. more likely to get dropped than him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what, for Scott Carson, yeah? No, for... Um, oh, it's Ortega, uh, right? Ortega, yeah. Yeah, that's it. He's good, Ortega, actually. Yeah. He might leave if they buy him, you know what I Jeez. Uh, Eddie says, I'm, I'm, I'm new here, by the way. Just wanted to say, great show. Really been enjoying yeah, this. Hey, that's big up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Taguna says, Mark brings you down three places. Not just him, but he plays his role. Because <laughs> if he took us to the top of the league, we'd be crediting him. So if the, the fact that it's looking like he's taking us further down the league, you have received that criticism, my guy. Yes, Warrior J. Didn't Lewis say something when you know it's when you know it's United might not finish top four? Oh, yeah. You not see me go through it. You lot see me go through the realisation on the stream. Like, you see me deep contemplating football in life. To the point where Lewis went flawless with going through it right now. He was on the stream with Munson who was talking about Caicedo and Lavia. And then a deep Chelsea's team. Looked at Liverpool, Arsenal, City, Newcastle. And I thought, shit, we might not even finish top five. So, yeah, we move. <sighs> Long old season, Manchester United fans. Strapping, man. Strapping, strapping. Then it says, question to Jan, how do you think City will manage without KDB? Um, Obviously, one of our key players, so we're going to struggle a little bit. But I do think I'd rather he was, if he has to be out for any part of the season, I'd rather it's now than sort of the back end. Because um, that's when he, he really steps up for us. Um, Yeah, it's not ideal. He's had the surgery that he needed, so that's good. So, yeah, hopefully he'll be back before we know it. But, um, yeah, I'd rather lose him now because, like you say, even if you lose a game in the league at this stage of the season, it doesn't really matter too much. Um, obviously, the Cups, you get knocked out, but the Champions League, it's group stages. And so there's a lot of, there's quite a lot of leeway at the start of the season, you know, in terms of results. Um so yeah, as long as he's back for the back end of the season, I think we'll be all right. There you go. Must be nice to you know with De Bruyne being out. And yeah, being but like, we do need really another midfielder there. To be fair, he's right. Hmm. Yeah, oh, that's first. That's first. Taguni Yar says, at least you didn't get Havertz. Wait until you see the Arsenal meltdowns. Oh yeah, I will be there. I've already told troops. I will be there. I'll be there watching his fan camps, hundred and ten percent. When we get to the Havertz man, and it will happen. It will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dennis says, flawless football can be stressful at times, Maggie. Sometimes a woman can save you from the stress, uh, their stre- the stress of football and life. Oh, absolutely. Without doubt. 
That is facts. You think after Manchester United results, I've just not went and got a hug off my woman just because. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Some of our shocking results towards the back end of the, the season just gone. And when we got packed by Liverpool. You know what I'm saying? Are you laughing for real? That's when I got a hug. So we got we packed by Liverpool. When we conceded now, cry. When we conceded the last minute winner to Arsenal. Who else? The Sevilla game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You right, Dennis. That's 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 the method. That's the method. I'm telling you right now. Trust me. Trust me. For real, for real. Hey, Yana, I heard you need that. Yeah, you're a joker, you Victor. I ain't even reading that out, comedian. Yeah, go yeah. on. What did you say? This guy said, "Hey, Yan, I need you. I heard you need a midfielder. Can I offer you Conor Gallagher?" He's talking about Conor Gallagher. Oh, good lord. Exactly. That's what I was going to save you from yourself. Yeah, no. Well, good, thanks. There you I'd go. rather I'd rather play myself. There you go. Uh, do you think City will have a drop off when Pep leaves, just like United when Sir Alex did? I think Pep's the best manager in the world, so I think we are going to have to downgrade. The only thing I would say about City, which is good, is that the club is run very well. Um, so they normally have a plan. So I don't think they're just going to let Pep leave and be like, we don't know what's going to happen next. They'll have someone lined up. Um, they also have a specific style of play. I know it's Pep's style of play, um, but the whole club play the same way. So even the women, the kids... Everyone plays the same way. So I think whoever comes in, it's going to be someone that's like similar to Pep. Um, and then I think that person will be able to just kind of carry on where he left off. But they're going to need their own players. Everyone has their own style. So, mm. yeah, it would be a bit of a rebuild. But I think we'll be okay because I think the clubs ran quite well. Like They will give the manager what they need within reason. Um and then if we are struggling, Pep said that he'd come back if we're struggling, isn't it? Oh, how nice of him. Well, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. so cute, isn't he? Uh, Eddie says, that's a great thought, though. Who do you think can replace Pep? I know something. You, I know it's not something yeah. you want to think about, but who do you reckon could come in and do a job? Um, yeah. Originally, I used to say either um, Luis Enrique, because mm -hmm. I think it's an easier transition. Okay. Um or Ten Hag, but I think Ten Hag. I didn't know too much about him yeah, sure uh, at the time, but obviously he's played. He's managed with Pep before, so it's mm. kind of easier. Um, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, um, people are talking about in the future maybe like a Vincent Company or something, but I wouldn't want him to come in prematurely and then. I mean, Pep did at Barcelona and it paid off, but I wouldn't want company to come in and then we do badly and then everyone's like treating him like Chelsea fans with Lampard. So, yeah, I don't really want that. I'd rather wait until he's successful and then if he wants to come and manage us then, then he can. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be pretty impossible to replace Pep because Pep's just such a genius. And his attention to detail is something else, so be interesting. It will be very interesting. Let's just hopefully it happens soon. Hopefully it just later. never stays. It, <sighs> it just yeah. stays forever. Okay. 
But yeah, people, we're at how many likes we on before we close out? 75 likes, five more. Get us up to 80 likes. People, like, check whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back. Let's bump up the likes. Make sure you do so. Subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV. Get your final few questions in. Please keep it Manchester United or Manchester City related. And don't forget this show and all the other shows on the channel. So all the shows on the YouTube channel, all the shows on the Twitch, apart from fan calling shows, watch-alongs and pro clubs are available on audio-only platforms, people. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV, and this show and all the other shows will pop up. So SoundCloud, hit us a follow. Any Android users, if you're on Spotify, make sure you follow us on 5 Stars on Spotify. Same with iTunes as well. Make sure you five star us, yo, you iPhone users, five star us and write us a review. So big up to everyone listening on all audio platforms. It's Sarcasm City TV across all of them. I'll drop the links in the chat in a second as well. This did make me laugh as well. Warrior J says, Jan, did you see Pep arguing with a fan during the game? Yeah. I don't know if you heard about that. Thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I saw it. I think the guy was asking Pep to make subs or telling Pep to make subs and it was basically like, if you think you can do my job, go sit and do it. Which is, yeah. I don't know, I'd be like, okay. I'll just you would have said, you would have said, yeah, innit? Yeah, I used to sit there where that guy sits, to be fair. That's where so never... I sit right now, Pep. But he yeah. never argued with me. I'm yeah. always cussing the players out. I remember one time yeah. Vincent Company sat in front of me and I thought, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, I can't even cuss out the players because he's right. right there. So I had to, like, be nice for the whole game. Fuck all that, you should still cuss them out. Should have let him know. Uh, oh my god, I've never cussed them out like that Champions League final. Oh my god, I was cussing for the whole time until Rodri scored, and then I let him off. Yeah. And then I was cussing them again until the full time whistle. Oh my god. That's first. That's first. Then it says, question to Flawless Do you think you guys playing in the Champions League can affect your season uh, due to your lack of squad depth? Don't matter, to be honest, Dennis. Whether we're in the Champions League or not in the Champions League, we suck. Currently constructed right now makes no difference whatsoever. We could be in the Champions League, the FA Cup, the League Cup, the Europa League, the Carabao Cup, the Saudi League, La Liga. It don't matter what comp Copa del Rey, the Pokal Cup, the Coupe de France. Don't we could be in all those competitions. We just gonna be bad regardless, whether in one or in ten. We just have issues outside of the lack of squad depth. We don't have a first eleven. Never mind squad depth. We are we have, we barely have a first eleven with everybody fit, barely, and that's with everybody fit. Like one or two injuries, and you see the deficiencies in our team, which are there glaring. But yeah, and anything else you want to add before we do indeed close out? In regards to Manchester City, yeah. we not spoke about or anything you want to say to the people? Then, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. Make sure you subscribe, like it if you haven't already, and yeah, all that good stuff. Yes, make sure you do so. This show will be back um, whenever Jan's, Jan's available, people. That's when you get the United City Show, Man United podcast, Get Them City podcast. So we'll do our best to um, bring you this show on a regular basis, in particular, you City fans as well. See, me, show as much as I'm a United fan, I show love to everybody. Literally, the big six is covered on this channel. There's a show, <laughs> each one of your clubs has a show. So, yeah, I don't want to hear no. 
complaints. But I have started the live stream for the Manchester United Chelsea Tottenham Hotspur show. My name United podcast. Ballers at the bridge talking that Tottenham talk. Myself, Surfer and Jez will be over there. Obviously, mainly discussing United losing to Spurs. Answering any questions in regards to Chelsea as well. To Macho, yeah, we, I did see. If I missed your comments, I apologise. Because the comment section was going crazy. That's what it is. So if I missed your comment, I apologise. That's all I can say. Um, but love to everyone that's locked in. Like I said, we'll be back um, whenever Jan's available. But you'll get it Friday night, Saturday nights, people. But make sure, don't go anywhere. As soon as this live stream ends, it's going to send you straight to the Manchester United Chelsea Tottenham Hotspur show. But make sure before you leave out here, you hit the like button and subscribe. But this has been the Manchester United, Manchester City, Manchester United, Manchester City show. My name United podcast meets the Gyaldam City podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up and see you lot in two minutes.